Welcome to Life Starts Now, a show where we commit to being transparent about the transition into adulthood and all the challenging yet exciting aspects that it brings. My name is Cole Netton, joined with my wife Kate Netton, and we're best known for being just like you. Graduated college with debt, bought a car, and had no idea what to do next. Through our commitment to God's purpose, we are currently debt-free entrepreneurs, each building our own businesses, and we want to share with you our principles, our fears, our failures, and our small successes along the way. Welcome to our show. Welcome back to Life Starts Now. We are excited to be here with you today, and we are going to be talking about tips for saving for a wedding. We feel like we're at the age especially where lots and lots of our friends are getting married or they're newly married or they're getting engaged and we have had several people asking us um, tips financially on how to pay for a wedding, um, especially if most of that financial responsibility is on you and your hubby or wife-to-be. So we were married... Most of you probably know, two and a half-ish years ago. So we were probably not ones to take a lot of this advice. However, since getting married and going through um, separating our finances from our parents and merging into one and learning all the things that come with that and going through um, our, our debt snowball and things like that, we feel like if we were to do things over and get married now, these are the steps we would take in order to secure ourselves financially to start off a marriage in a good place with that. So we have just a few tips for you tonight that we're going to start out with. Sweet. Tip number one. Yep. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Alrighty. I I thought you were as far as to do number one. Oh... You said, you know, I'll start it off. <laughs> okay, we got tip number one coming at you. Creating a budget. And this should come as no surprise to any of you because we have talked about budgeting lots um, before this episode. And so naturally our first step for saving for a wedding is going to be creating a budget. It's the most important step. You need to know how much you are going to spend on your wedding in order to make sure that you don't overspend. If you don't follow a budget, you will spend way more than you anticipated. Please understand that from experience. Um, And a budget will help you stay on track to how much you want to spend. And it will also narrow down your choices um, because when you go to find venues and food and all these different elements of putting a wedding together we have so many options and the options are literally overwhelming but you can limit it down and narrow it down to a manageable amount just simply by knowing how much you want to spend on xyz yes well said and if you've listened to any of our other episodes you know that one of the most important steps to becoming debt free therefore the most important step for financial freedom is to create a budget and so this is going to be your first step make sure you know exactly how much you want to spend if you can do the best to not go into debt with this highly recommended so Mm -hmm. for sure yep all right another tip is to create a must-have and a want list 
Now this will help you with your budget and this will help you be able to take things out that uh, let's say we go over budget a little bit and then we look at our want list and say okay this is the stuff we have on our want list that we can have the wedding without what can we take out to stay within budget so talk to your spouse get together put down a want like I absolutely need this and then this I want but I could live without now there are so many people are different uh, personalities and things and so um, like some of the things that we had were like I wanted like a Minecraft cake you know want. well that was a want definitely a want not a need and if you're gonna ask he did get it I did it was like it was like my gift so that, that's good yeah that's good so and then like a want was 100% for me would be a photographer videographer um, two separate ways for me to be able to capture my day and play it back in both video and photo mm -hmm. um, to me something like that is more of a need to me yeah. Oh, I'm, I meant a need. I'm sorry. I meant that was a need. That was on my need list. And to me, that's something that is, you know, timeless and it'll last forever. And for, let's say, a want for us would have been, you know, more expensive decorations or more flowers or mm -hmm. things like that that weren't going, that were just going to impress people on the day, but not something that I would take home with me mm -hmm. um, to be able to remember. So separate those wants and those needs. Um, and that will make it a little bit easier for you guys to budget um, and then put together stuff that you absolutely need to have in your wedding. And that way you can find out how much you want to spend on each one of those things um, to come up with your budget. Yeah. Um, the next tip we have is it has everything to do with your registry. Um, and everyone's in different spots with this because for us, um, we were coming off of college living straight into getting married and then living together and combining our stuff. However, we didn't have a lot of like the typical things you'd find in like a home. We had all of the crappy hmm. college, cheap, old, a apartment dirty. living, yeah, yeah, <laughs> college style dorm yeah, looking so we stuff. Did have a lot there's actually kind of a lot that we wanted and needed um, but make sure when you're going to put things on your registry we found it helpful to um, make it clear and not to go overboard because what you don't want is to end up with a bunch of stuff that you're not going to end up using and it's just going to take up space in your garage for years to come mm -hmm. um, and Besides that, if they're not getting you a physical gift, then they are most likely getting you like a gift card or cash, which is going to also be very helpful to help boost you in the start of your financial life together. So. Yep, 100%. And this, you could also make a want and need list for this as well, but I would highly recommend doing a need list. And then when your need list is done, uh, specify that you want cash. If you're in a position where cash is valuable I mean nothing beats cash um, because you can use it for whatever you want and then if you do get everything on the registry um, for the things that you needed um, and then you find out you needed something else you can take that cash and go get what you needed um, what you didn't think you needed at first but what you ended up needing later on mm -hmm. um, you can also use that cash to help 
pay for the wedding as well. So um, I know there's a lot of people who are gonna do some homemade stuff and that's that's great. Um, but if you're in a spot where money is very valuable to you, uh, I recommend just putting it on there and say, hey, if you can't find anything on the registry to get us, this is everything we need. If you can't find anything, cash is perfect. It reminds me of that office uh, office episode where Pam and Jim were basically saying, "We want cash. We need, we, cash. We need cash. Everything. We love anything. Anything you can get, or uh, just give us cash. That's that's all we want is just cash. So, <laughs> but make that clear because you know um, a lot of people might put together something and then it's not something you need, but. You know the thoughts there and everything but cash is cash is important really helps you out later on so another tip would be to now i'm totally cool with this this has to do with personalities but to shop at resale boutiques and wedding consignment stores i don't know about how the women feel about getting a used dress or anything like that but uh i'm i'm one You'd be okay with it? Mm, I, I don't know. I know it's a special thing, and I don't... I, I don't... found my dress for a really reasonable price. So, like, I wasn't one that felt like I needed to spend thousands of dollars on my dress. I went to a boutique um, over in Boone, Iowa, and my dress was so reasonable. Like, way below what I thought it was going to cost. And that was fine with me. I didn't need a brand name. So, kind of an in-betweener but it was nice to have like my own dress i'd probably continue right and and this this is where the needs and wants comes in if you need like your dream dress or anything like that um you could do that but i highly recommend checking those places out i would have been totally okay with doing um uh resale talks or whatever Uh, Mm -hmm. but they also have the wedding consignment stores are really cool because all it is is basically like a goodwill for wedding stuff so when people get done with their weddings and they have all these decorations and things and they go, well, what are we supposed to do with all this stuff? Like, we're not going to bring this home. They go put it at uh, one of these stores and you don't have your exact decoration that you want, but there's so many options that other people did from weddings, uh, from chalkboards to painted mirrors, um, flowers, vases, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you can put on tables. They have some nice stuff too. Yeah, they have some great stuff. And you might find something that you you know hadn't seen before and like oh that's a really good idea i actually like this better than what i originally thought i was going to like so Mm -hmm. if it's not for you that's fine uh maybe check it out at first um and then if it's just not your taste go for it Uh, i think i think it's just a very good tip though yeah i agree um another one is cutting down your guest list and this was definitely the hardest part for us our initial list of people, you guys, was insane when you are together for so long, in high school together, college together, big families. We just had an insane guest list, and right away, my dad was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So we had to cut that down, and that was really hard because mm-hmm. there was a lot of people that we wish we could have had and been invited to our wedding that unfortunately we just it wasn't in the budget and it's difficult to decide between those things but Mm -hmm. in the end people generally understand that it's nothing personal and um 
also a good way to do that is limiting plus ones. And I know some mm-hmm. people feel differently on this. Um, however, being people who were fresh out of college with lots of friends with new boyfriends or new girlfriends or on and um, off yeah uh, relationships and or singles you know just mm-hmm. inviting a date just because they wanted to come with a date but they actually knew a lot of people at the wedding so taking that into account um, people were super understanding for those things um, genuinely rule of thumb is you can kind of account for a hundred dollars per person overall budget and that includes everything from facility to decorations to food etc ours definitely ended up being under that by a lot so there's ways to cut out in certain places for sure Mm -hmm. but yep definitely yeah that's one big big spot tip number six this is my favorite tip uh has to deal with photography and videography um there are a couple ways to go with this one um if you're looking for an experienced photographer or videographer Somebody who's got a little bit more, you know, weddings under his belt, has done it a couple times. Um, it's going to cost you a little bit extra money. Um, don't be surprised if the packages seem pretty high. Um, if, you know, it's for somebody who's filmed a lot of weddings, it's, it's definitely a skill that takes a little bit to get used to. Um, it's completely different than you know, something else where it's staged, like it's a lot of run and gun, quick thinking, things like that, that you can't miss. So um, a lot of experience with that is going to cost you a little bit more. Um, But if you are looking for photography and videography on a budget, um, don't necessarily care as much of the quality, just want something to remember your day with. Um, You can still have your Uncle Steve or a good friend, you know, looking for uh, some practice to capture your wedding. There's always somebody out there who's either starting or, you know, has a camera um, and who has done some stuff with photography. And it's still a great way to capture your day. Um, I mean, you're still going to have the memories. uh, So Mm -hmm. it's a great way to stay on budget. And always, usually somebody knows somebody who's got a camera or something yeah it totally goes down to your needs and wants like video photography if we were to do it now high priority on our on our need list just because like cole said earlier decorations are gonna fade flowers are gonna die but like videos and photos are things you can show your kids for years to come Mm -hmm. um and so that would be on our list to have someone with experience be able to capture that for us Um, and we see people how much they appreciate it too just because Mm -hmm. you've you've done a lot of it yeah yeah definitely it always warms my heart a little bit to see people love their video and Mm -hmm. and share it with family and friends who can relive the day too Um, there are also a lot of different things you can do online I haven't researched a lot of it but I know there's I heard of a company who you can rent a bunch of iPhones from and you hand them out to everybody and they just take video of the entire day whatever just find clip it you collect them all send the iphones back and then they put together something out of the footage that you got so there's a lot of different ways that you can capture a wedding if you're looking for you know something on a budget or i'm not sure how much that costs i just heard that and what we did was we had a little app um and people could Gosh, what was it? They could take a picture. 
and then at the end of the night they could upload the pictures they'd taken just from their phone to the app and then we could access all that from just random pictures that people who were at the wedding had yeah. taken so yeah and we left little cards on the table to mm-hmm. show them how to do that too yeah yeah so a lot of different ways to do that yeah um our next tip is pretty simple uh, and Cole already said it basically don't go into debt for a wedding yes we we're saying that and we know it can be tough especially if you already have a date planned however yeah. the last way you want to start your marriage is in debt if you can at all avoid it and especially if you already have other debt like student loans Mm -hmm. or credit cards whatever it is the last thing you want to do is add this on top of it um so if you can push back your date a little bit to save more or whatever you need to do avoid it yeah this is a little bit of an understandable tip if you can't get it to work, like you said earlier, especially the people who already have a date. Um, and if your date isn't for like a year and a half, then you've got a great um, you've got a great time to be able to save up for that. Mm-hmm. Totally has to go with a budget at the beginning. You got to find out how much you want to spend, and then from there, um, you can put together a plan to reach that goal without going into debt. I know financial fights are one of the biggest things in marriage households, so Mm -hmm. it is not not a good idea to start off your marriage getting yourself, digging a deeper hole than you really need to. Um, And it's just, debt sucks. It's really just not fun. So avoid it at all costs. Um, this is why we're kind of doing this so you can, you know, cut down on some little things um, that add up, that add up definitely. So, and along with that, like our next tip is start a wedding savings account, which should be an obvious step if you're trying to avoid debt or stick to a budget. And that's just a separate account that you'd set aside mm-hmm. money to use towards your wedding and figure out how many months you're saving take enough from each month, kind of like what we did in our Christmas savings video. You could follow those same guidelines and put that money aside to use it for when things start becoming due in yep. that last like six months. Yep. So let's say we had a total, we wanted a budget of fifteen, dollars $20,000 wedding, just for example. So you would take, oh, how many months do we have until our wedding? How much do we need to save each month in order to hit that goal so mm-hmm. we can pay for the wedding without going into debt? Yep. So, And then you can just easily start up an account from your bank for free, um, things yeah. like that. And then just keep that money aside. Don't use it. Only use it for the wedding. Yep. Sweet. Um, another tip is to take as much money from your parents as you can. We did a really good job at this, convincing them. <laughs> <laughs> if our parents are listening, they're laughing at us. Yep, probably. Um, may seem a bit selfish, but um, have a conversation with your parents and ask them how much they'd be willing to contribute. You know, um, it's if they're not willing to contribute at all, that's fine. I mean, it's just it's a different. Everybody has different opinions on this, um, mm-hmm. but take as much as you can from them if they're willing. <laughs> if they're willing to give it to you, it really helps out. And I'm sure they'll understand as well that it's not, you know, you, you kind of need it and they're, they'll be on the same page as you. So Yeah. If it's, if it's something they're willing to bless you with, awesome. And you can praise God for that. If not, totally still doable. And 
that's why we're having this conversation mainly too is to figure out ways to save for both you and or your parents whoever is financially responsible for the wedding um this one is something i would never heard of before but people are starting to do it and that is paperless invitations and if you're very traditional you can plug your ears because you're not gonna like that um however you can spend so so much money on postage so sorry that is my alarm to go to bed <laughs> yes i set my alarm to remind me to go to bed every night um anyways paper invita invitations can cost a, a ton of money they're beautiful if i did it again i would probably still use them um because I think they're very pretty. However, if you're not ready to completely give up the invitations and do them paperless, um, you could maybe opt out of the save the date and send that through digital methods. Mm -hmm. Or what we did was the RSVP. You can... There's all these little things that go with it. So, like, you can create an RSVP card and then have them fill that out and send it back to you. Or we just skipped the RSVP card, saved us on paper, saved us on postage, and through the knot.com, we had people RSVP through that and through email. And that was awesome because, actually, I think we set up an email, a separate email for... Mm -hmm our mm -hmm. wedding and people just RSVP'd to that and it saved us tons of money on stamps, postage, um, envelopes, and extra printing. So there are ways to limit it without totally doing away with it altogether. Yep, definitely. Um, oh, and then another tip would be, I think this is the last and final tip, is the date. Um, if you already have a date, you're out of luck for this one. But um, the high seasons for weddings, as in the most popular, most expensive seasons, are May through September. If you can, if you're flexible and you can find a way around this to do it, um, you know it's going to cost you a lot less. Mm -hmm. I know you're not going to get your beautiful green grass, maybe if you're here in Central Iowa, um, you know, but that's something you're going to have to sacrifice for uh, venues not costing as much um, and all that kind of stuff. So, And I've seen so many weddings that are just so beautiful mm -hmm. in early spring and fall and winter with the snow falling. And there's yeah. a lot of beautiful ways you can do it if you can avoid it. Our situation, we basically had... <laughs> two weeks out of the entire year to choose from because of Cole's football schedule. So yeah. ours happened to land smack dab in the middle on July 16th. Um, <laughs> Pretty so hot that month. didn't help us. But um, just ask your venues because she even told us like if you do it late July versus early July, that does make a difference in the price. And... Mm -hmm. Just ask them for ways to save because they're willing to work with you sometimes. Um, if it's possible, we understand completely mm -hmm. the yeah amount of flexibility sometimes varies. So. It's tough too. And another thing you can do is have the wedding on a Friday or a Sunday oh, yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. um, those two days aren't near as expensive or busy for places as well. So Yeah, as a videographer, Cole loves Friday weddings. I do like Friday weddings. Friday weddings are great. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with the Friday weddings, people. <laughs> Saturdays are great, but um, 
I think another one that we didn't talk about is venues. I didn't have it written down, but um, I didn't look too much for a venue. Um, do you yeah. want to talk about that a little bit? I know with having a lot of people invited, it was kind of tough to find one Yeah. for space. It was big enough. If Yeah, if you know somebody who's got, I don't know, barn, tent, anything that they can be willing to donate would be great. Yeah. Um, how did you... How did you eliminate places for... Ours basically came down to space. We didn't want our guests to feel crowded, mm-hmm. and we wanted to invite a lot of people, and there weren't a ton of options for that. So we... And it just came down to reasonably priced, too. That wasn't going mm-hmm. to completely break the budget. And our place um, did not have a rental fee. It basically had a per-head fee, and that included using a lot of their decorations, mm-hmm. um, tablecloths, napkins, some chair covers, the um, servers serving the meals, and etc. So it covered a lot of costs that otherwise would have had to have been separate. So yep. that helped us. Yeah, and that and that's that. something you need to think about as well. If you're not doing, if you're doing somebody's barn or backyard or whatever. You will need to come up with the costs for the chairs and the tables chair and the covers. decorations, chair covers. Mm, catered. Yeah, yeah. They're the the good thing about where we did ours was they had all of that, you know, care taken of. care of in the cost. It was easy for us to, you know, everything was all in one thing. We didn't have to worry about doing all this other stuff as well. So mm-hmm. it's that's just an extra thing to think about if you're not. Um, and then also ask them about, their food prices would it cost extra if we had somebody else bringing in yeah um which brings us to food food and um, alcohol food and alcohol if yeah if you want alcohols obviously going to be like crazy expensive depending on yeah that it, yeah that's a whole other subject that is a whole other subject i don't know if you want to get into that okay well, well that just varies a lot between it does vary needs wants are you open. willing to help pay for a part of it for your guests or not? Open mm-hmm. bar, mm-hmm. closed bar. Mm-hmm. Lots of thoughts. And food, I, I, what I've heard was um, buffet is cheaper to do for food-wise. Okay. It's more expensive. Uh, it was more expensive for us, but everywhere I've heard and looked online, buffet is cheaper. Seriously? So, yeah. I think it depends on who... For a buffet where we had ours with our place, it was way more expensive. Everywhere we looked, buffet was more expensive. Okay. So So apparently that depends <laughs> yeah. on the place. So don't take our word for that. You're going to have to, I guess you'll have to look into that one by yourself. But uh, uh, food is another option. Yeah. yeah. So I that's that's why we did uh, single serve was because it was, I think a buffet mm. was a lot, a lot more extra. So. Just something to think about as well, food-wise. So, lot, lots to think about. Yeah. Um, if you're lots... planning a wedding, have fun because it is a, an awesome... Like, it can... Don't let it be a lot because it's supposed to be, like, the most uh-huh. exciting time and everything will get done, I promise. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's supposed to be fun, so have fun with it. Yeah, it's a lot of planning. I didn't do really much. <laughs> you did mostly anything, so... Um, it's, it's a lot of stuff for, for one day, but it's a very special day and 
worth it. <laughs> worth it. Yeah, definitely. Then you can do this when you're done, when you're married for yeah. two years, you can start your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's all we have for our tips about saving money for a wedding. If you guys have any extra tips, questions, concerns, anything, um, post them on our social media, post them in the comments of the YouTube section, email us at startingyourlifenow at gmail.com. Um, we're everywhere on our social media sites, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, if you don't think, didn't agree with some of these, let us know and uh, we can talk about it. But yeah. we really hope this episode has brought some value to you. Um, and if it did, that'd mean the world to us if you uh, give it a like or a share help spread the word. Um, if you know somebody who's getting married soon, this might be a good video for them mm -hmm. or not, whatever, up to you. So yeah. yep, with that being said, thanks a lot for joining us this week and we'll see you guys next week.